ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, in Christ Jesus our Lord and our Savior, who suffered, bled, and died on the cross for our sins, and this, of course, should be remembered not only during Holy Week, but every week and every day. What he sacrificed for us, who never sinned, who never did anything evil, yet he died for our sins. And to family, friends, and foes, and yes, even foes in the family. My beloved, the standing between the living and the dead service family members. This is Daniel White, the third president of Gospel Light Society International with the White House Daily Reading of the Chronological Bible, episode number 508, where I simply read the Holy Bible in the King James Version each day in chronological order. This unique viewpoint allows us to read the whole Bible as a single story and to see the unfolding of God's plan in history, the present, the present and the future. Today, my beloved, we are reading Second Chronicles chapter 1, verses 7 through 13. Let's pray. Holy Father God in heaven, we pray in the holy name of the Lord Jesus Christ who is sitting at your right hand, praying for us and interceding for us, as he did for Peter. And Lord, we thank you for that. We don't understand it all, but we believe it all. And I pray that you would grant me Grant each and every one of us your energy, your strength, your unction, and the power of your Holy Spirit to understand your Holy Word and to comprehend it, to read it, to pray, to read your Holy Word and obey it and apply it to our lives and to share it with others. Help us not to be hearers only, but doers. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and for sake. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, I have the high honor and the distinct privilege and the great pleasure to read in your hearing, Thus saith the Lord, the Word of God, the Holy Bible at Second Chronicles chapter 1 verses 7 through 13. In that night did God appear unto Solomon 
and said unto him, Ask what I shall give thee. And Solomon said unto God, Thou hast showed great mercy unto David my father, and hast made me to reign in his stead. Now, O Lord God, let thy promise unto David my father be established, for thou hast made me king over a people like the dust of the earth in multitude. Give me now wisdom and knowledge, that I may go out and come in before this people. For who can judge this thy people that is so great? And God said to Solomon, Because this was in thine heart, and thou hast not axed riches, wealth, or honor, nor the life of thine enemies, neither yet hast axed long life, but hast, but hast axed wisdom and knowledge for thyself, that thou mayest judge my people, over whom I have made thee king. Wisdom and knowledge is granted unto thee, and I will give thee riches and wealth and honor, such as none of the kings have had that I have, uh, rather, that have been before thee, neither shall there any after thee have the like. Then Solomon came from his journey to the high place that was at Gibeon to Jerusalem, from before the tabernacle of the congregation and reigned over Israel. Let's pray. Holy Father God, help each and every one of us to pray for your wisdom, your knowledge and understanding to do your will in the earth based upon the calling that you have given to each and every one of us based upon the gifts and talents that you've given to each and every one of us. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and for sake. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ, Jesus our Lord and our Savior, family, friends, and foes, and even foes in the family and to the standing between the living and the dead. Prayer, devotional, memorial, family and, and evangelistic service family members, my beloved, this is Daniel White the Third, President of Gospel Light Society International, with the scripture and the sense podcast episode number 959 this is also number 704 for the uh, service 704 for the standing between the living and the dead service i do believe so
We thank God for what he has done and for what he is doing. And God is the one who produces all good in us because there's no good in us. Uh, he's the one who pushes faithfulness uh, in those who are faithful. We don't and cannot take any credit or any glory. All glory and praise and credit goes to God Almighty uh, through his Son, Jesus Christ, and to him and through the power of the Holy Spirit of God. Uh, and it's the most beautiful thing in the world to be used by God and uh, to be uh, faithful to God through his faithfulness, to love God, to love Jesus Christ back through his love that he puts in our hearts, if we're willing for him to do so. Always remember, as we heard from Spurgeon the other day, that uh, there's always the human instrumentality factor. Uh, God expects us to do our part. It may be less than 1%, but we must do our part and give God the glory, the praise, and the honor. I cannot emphasize that enough. Anyway, this is... Uh, the Scripture in the Sense podcast, episode number 959, where I simply read the Word of God and give the sense of it based on an authoritative commentary source, such as the Bible Knowledge Commentary and or the Matthew Henry Commentary. This podcast is based upon Nehemiah chapter 8, verse 8 where it says Ezra and the Levites read in the book in the law of God distinctly and gave the sense and caused them to understand the reading. The aim of this podcast, my dear friends, is that through the simple reading of the Word of God and the giving of the sense of it, it is my humble prayer that the church would be revived by the power of God. Lord, revive us again, and the world would be awakened and saved from the wrath of God and saved from the eternal burning hell by believing in the Lord Jesus Christ who said the most important words in the history of the world. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Today, my beloved, we are reading Malachi chapter 2, verses 5 through 6. My covenant was with him of life and peace, and I gave them to him for the fear of wherewith he feared me, and was afraid before my name. Glory be to God. The law of truth was in his mouth, and iniquity was not found in his lips. He walked with me in peace and equity, and did turn many away from iniquity. 
Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, I just read in your hearing Malachi chapter 2, verses 5 through 6. Now here is the sense of it. Here is the understanding of it. With the help of the Holy Ghost of God and men who we trust are saved and filled with the Holy Spirit of God who put together and edited the Bible Knowledge Commentary, uh, Dr. Walvert and Dr. Zuck. And they go on to share, the covenant with Levi is now discussed in more detail. The tribal name Levi is used for the descendants of Levi who made up the priestly class. The covenant mentioned here refers to what may be called a covenant of grant, or a covenant made with an individual and sometimes his descendants, because of some service the recipient performed. God made a similar covenant of grant with Phinehas. The phrase, a covenant of life and peace, seems to recall how Phinehas' zeal for the Lord turned away God's wrath from the people. He turned many from sin. Most important, he revered God, the point of exhortation in the oracle. Besides, Levi's teaching was true and his conduct was in uprightness, in uprightness. Shall we pray? Holy Father God, we pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Help us, Lord, to uh, be upright in our behavior fear you, obey you, and turn many from sin. For your glory, praise, and honor, so that their souls can be saved from the hell that will punish uh, them uh, for their sins if they do not believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and repent of their sins and uh, love Jesus Christ back. For he first loved us in the proof of our salvation and love for you is obedience. So help us to do that. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and for his sake. Amen. Now, ladies and gentlemen, Ephesians, we go to the, what I call, family verses. The Word of God regarding marriage and family. There's nothing wrong with marriage and family. God made it, and he made it wonderful and beautiful. And it, and it is still, after all of these years, the most beautiful thing on earth. There's nothing more beautiful than a man uh, marrying a wife. That's the most beautiful event on earth. And the most beautiful creature on earth is the woman. 
nobody can deny that. Um, more women sell more product than anybody on earth. And it's because of her beauty that God gave her. And, um, of course, what makes her truly beautiful is her character on the inside. Uh, too many women today uh, focus on the outside, and they have nothing going on on the inside. But, be that as it may, uh, marriage and family is still the most beautiful thing on God's green earth, <clears throat> other than a soul getting saved. Today we're in Ephesians chapter 6, verses 1 through 3. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor thy father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise, that it may be well with thee, and thou mayest live long on the earth. One of the things I love about God and Jesus is they get to the point real quick. Uh, they... Uh, uh, they do not waste words. And they speak in commandments, not only in the Old Testament, but in the New Testament. And I don't know why people think otherwise. God and Jesus are not issuing suggestions or advice to help you have a happy life. These are commandments. You know why I don't get all caught up in whether or not my wife is happy or my children are happy like so many pitiful uh, husbands and fathers? Because this is what I know. If you are saved and you love Jesus so much that you will obey him and obey his word, you cannot help but be happy 24-7. You cannot help be, help but be joyful and cheerful Yes, and even of good cheer, 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, if you have Jesus Christ living in you, and, and, and you have not offended him. You're going to be miserable if you have sinned against him and you have not confessed it, and you're hiding sin and you're trying to cover up sin, and you know the Bible tells you in the book of Proverbs that you cannot prosper uh, with sin in your life. <clears throat> unconfessed sin. If you're saved and right with God, you will be happy, cheerful, good cheer, not only cheerful, but with good cheer, joyful, at peace, calm, cool, collected, carrying on. Makes no difference who you are. Old adult, middle-aged adult, young adult, teenager, and even child. I have met some teenagers who were not confused, and they were happy, cheerful, joyful, and they could look you in the eye, shake your hand, and greet you like an adult. <clears throat> and not all caught up in their demonic uh, emotions and, and thinking negative things all of the time, feeling sorry for themselves. That's all demonic foolishness and your flesh and your unwillingness to obey 
God and obey his word. That's what that is. All that's all is for my, listen to me. I'm not telling I'm just telling you I told my wife this, I told my children this. I don't get caught up in that. Because I know that, that if they're saved and they're right with God, they will be happy. They will be cheerful. All of, and, and this is this is epidemic. All of this whining and and I'm a victim and and and, and crying and boohooing and depression and sadness and all of that, man, that does not come from God. And it's not a good example for other Christians, and, and it's not uh, uh, inviting. Uh, uh, it's not uh, uh, anything that the lost world wants. So anyway, uh, what children need to do is simply obey their parents in the Lord, for this is right. And honor thy father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise. Jesus, God and Jesus, like I said, they speak in commandments. You do what I tell you. It has nothing to do with how you feel about it. May I just say this to you, frankly, my dear, uh, nobody gives a damn how you feel about it. I'm sorry, you sweet little evangelical Christians who look at all kinds of ungodly cursing far worse than the word damn, uh, which is not a curse word. Uh, you get all offended when a Christian says anything rough to you, uh, but you don't get it any other way. See, that's why you're in your mess right now. Uh, because everybody's coddling you and trying to make you f feel better. You, you're this, you're wonderful, you're dandy, you're great, and you're not. You're a sinner. And if you don't get saved through Jesus Christ and get filled with the Holy Spirit and get obedient to Jesus and to the Word of God, because you love God and you love Jesus Christ, you're going to continue to have problems. And... And some of you, by the grace of God, need to grow up and stop acting like children. There are people who have college degrees that act like little three-year-olds, four-year-olds, throwing temper tantrums, manipulating people, thinking that by, by looking pitiful and sad and, and, uh, and so forth and so on. So on. Uh, uh, thinking that people are going to cater to them. That, that is disgusting. And you need to stop doing that. And you need to become a soldier in the Lord's army. And uh, not be just wrapped up in yourself, but wrapped up in Jesus. And serving him by helping other people. If you're down, depressed, or defeated, you can't be a witness for the Lord. Somebody needs to witness to you. That it may be well with thee, and thou mayest live long on earth. You want things to be well with you. You want to prosper. You want to do well in life. And, and, and this is all about God's favor and God's blessings upon your life. If you want God's favor and God's blessings on your life, do this, young people. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. That is, if you're living under your parents' roof, you are a child. To your parents and will always be a child uh, to your parents when you leave out of their house you can do what you please but you will be brought into judgment by God 
uh, honor thy father and mother, which is the first commandment with a promise. Uh, that's what you should be doing if you're living in your parents' house. You ought to have the utmost respect for your parents. That means do what they tell you. Uh, and uh, uh, whether you like it or not, if you're still living with your, your, your parents, you can't do what you want to do in their house. And I wouldn't give you two cents for parents to let grown children do what they want to do. Having girlfriends over, boyfriends over, doing all kinds of ungodliness and so forth and so on that you're not for. You, 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 you can't do that in your parents' house. You need to hurry up and move and leave. And then you do what you want. But as for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. And that's how it ought to be in every Christian home. That it may be well with thee, and thou mayest live long on the earth. And this includes having a godly Christian attitude if you are saved, if you are a believer in Christ. And even if you're not, you ought to have a respectful, uh, uh, good attitude and spirit. Because if you don't learn that, uh, it's going to be harder for you to move on in life. Why? That it may be well with thee, and thou mayest live long on earth. If God does not bless you, and God does not show you favor, you're not going to progress in this life as you should, and as you uh, ought to want to. So with that, my beloved, uh, Let's pray for others. Let's pray for other family members as well. I mean, pray for other families, rather. Those families that are not saved and those families that are. Holy Father God, we pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, based upon your holy word, asking ye shall receive, seeking ye shall find, knocking it shall be opened unto you. Save those family members and people who are not saved in families, Lord, who are in darkness and who have not come to the light. Lord, send somebody by, a soul winner, help them to hear something online a soul, from a soul winner to lead them to you. We pray for the revival of all families that are saved and help them to get back to you and to your holy word. And Holy Father God, we pray for the salvation of the lost, for the revival of the saved, for the healing of the sick, for the comfort of the grieving in this country, around the world, in our communities, in our churches, in our families, and in our lives. And Lord God in heaven, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, for the millions who are hurting from the coronavirus plague and from the war, we pray for the family and friends of Pennsylvania resident Jane Elizabeth Joyce. We pray for the family and friends of D.C. veteran Theodore Gaffney. We pray for the family and friends of Virginia resident Ashley Gail Totten. We pray for the family and friends of Virginia veteran Wayne T. Tysinger. We pray for the family and friends of Virginia educator Sylvester Francis uh, Very Jr. Comfort these families as only you can. Draw them to yourself for salvation. Help them to hear the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ, to understand it, and to get saved. 
And Lord, we pray for all people who name the name of Christ and who say they are believers in Christ. Have mercy and grace upon our souls. Please forgive us of our sins, our failures, and our faults of not obeying your great commandment or your great commission. And Lord, by your grace and by the power of your Holy Spirit, help us to repent. And Lord, revive us again. And Lord, help us to humble ourselves and to pray and to seek your face and to turn from our wicked ways and to repent and to get back to you our first love. And uh, Lord, we pray also for all uh, ministers of government from the president on down and around the world. We pray for the peace of Jerusalem and we pray, uh, Lord, for the salvation of all of these people. We pray for the revival of those who are saved, cast out the devil and the demons of hell out of those who uh, have that problem, rebuke and bind the devil, his demons and his hosts from all government officials in this world. Pardon me, Lord, and we pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ for all prayer requests. We pray for the thousands that you've sent our way down through the years to pray for. Thank you for giving us your grace, your strength, your energy, and the power of your Holy Spirit and your faithfulness to pray for these people repeatedly, to pray for their needs. And thank you for the thousands of answers to prayer based upon your holy word, asking ye shall receive, seeking ye shall find, knock and it shall be open unto you. We know that you answered thousands of prayers because uh, uh, in joint prayers with the people who sent in their prayer requests with us praying for them. For many have said that and also because of the many who have uh, sent multiple prayer requests in. Whenever they have a crisis or an issue, they, they, they send a, the prayer request in. They do not uh, uh, play. They're very serious about it. And because that joint prayer thing is very powerful, has been very powerful down through the years by your grace, by your might and your power, and we give you the, all of the glory, praise, and honor. And we pray for the salvation and spiritual, family and life, financial and material, protection and provision, mental and physical blessings upon all of those people and all of these people as we pray for them, specifically as we prayed for the others in the past. We pray for Tammy. Please bless her with a financial miracle. And Lord, uh, I would imagine... Most of us could join Tammy in that prayer request. Bless us all with a financial miracle. Bless all ministries that are doing the work uh, with a financial miracle. We pray for Nita. Please heal Mrs. Lear, who is in a care home. <coughs> Lord, uh, we pray for Vicki. Please pour out your Holy Spirit on all Christians to prophesy rightly and help us to be salt and light. And Holy Father God, we pray for all of the people who have gotten saved through the ministry uh, down through the years. We pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. 
for uh, Isaac, Henry, Lewis, Chi, Mark. Help them all to grow in the faith and be the Christians you want them to be. We pray for the people who have recommitted their lives to you as well. Help them to stand strong in the faith and to never get into a, a backslidden situation and to uh, come all the way back to you and to grow in the faith. We pray for Alberta, Christo, Emmanuel, uh, Aditola, and others. Uh, uh, thousands of others as well. We include in this prayer and in the prayer for those who have gotten saved. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and for sake. Amen. God bless you, dear friends. Until next time. Now, dear friend, if you are with us today, if you do not know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, John 3.16 states, For God so loved the world, these are the words of Jesus Christ. God so loved the world, that means that if you are in this world, God loves you. That he gave his only begotten Son, God gave up his only begotten Son, to suffer and to bleed and to die on the cross for your sins. He shed innocent blood on the cross for your sins because Jesus Christ never committed a sin in word, in thought, in attitude, or in deed. Yes, you can have a sinful attitude. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son up to suffer and to bleed and to die on the cross for our sins, however, our lies, our stealing, our lusting after people and things, coveting after people and things, what other people have, our disrespect and dishonor and disobedience and having bad attitudes towards our parents, our taking God's name in vain, and so many other sins. These are just five of the Ten Commandments. If we have broke one of them, we have broken the whole law according to the Bible. Jesus died for all of our wickedness and all of our sins. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, he was speaking of himself, that whosoever believeth in him the word whosoever means anybody at any time. The word believeth means to trust in, to have faith in him, Jesus Christ. Should not perish, that is, you will not go to hell, but have everlasting life. So, dear friend, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ today so that you can be saved from the torments of hell. For the Bible teaches that once you die unsaved, if you die without believing in Christ, you will immediately wake up in the torments of hell. If you want to avoid that and wake up in heaven and in the arms of Jesus Christ, if you will, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ down here. For the Bible says in Romans 10, 9 and 13 that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou you shalt be saved. 
For whosoever, whosoever, that, there's that word again, whosoever, anybody at any time, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Saved from what? Saved from hell. Saved to what? Saved to heaven. It's very simple to be saved, very easy to be saved, contrary to what people will tell you. You don't have to be in a church building to get saved. You don't have to join a church to get saved. You don't have to get baptized to get saved. You don't have to give any money to the church to get saved. You don't have to shake the preacher's hand. You don't have to raise your hand. You don't have to walk down the aisle. You don't have to do anything to get saved, but believe in Jesus Christ and call on his name and pray and ask him to save you. And he will do so, my beloved. If he did it for me, he'll do it for you. So believe in your heart. Only you can do that. That Jesus Christ suffered, bled, and died on the cross for your sins, was buried, and rose on the third day. Pray with me the sinner's prayer. Repeat after me phrase by phrase and mean it from your heart. Let's pray. Holy Father God in heaven, I acknowledge that I am a wicked sinner. And I admit that I have broken your Ten Commandments. I have indeed committed some of those sins that were mentioned earlier by the preacher. And Holy Father God, I admit that I deserve to go to hell just like a criminal deserves to go to jail. For Jesus Christ's sake, please forgive me of all of my crimes and sins. Lord Jesus, please come into my heart and uh, into my spirit and save my soul. As I now believe with all of my heart in your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, who suffered, bled, and died on the cross for my sins, was buried and rose on the third day, and Lord, I, don't, I do not understand it all, but I thank you for it all. And I believe it all. Lord Jesus, please come into my heart and into my spirit and save my soul. And change my life. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. And help me to truly repent of my sins past. and to truly repent of my sins present and to turn from my evil life and to follow you Lord Jesus in the new life for it is in your name I do pray amen now dear friend of mine if you just believed in the Lord Jesus Christ with all of your heart as your Lord and Savior and you pray that prayer with me and you meant it from your heart I declare to you uh, that based upon the Word of God the Holy Bible that I just shared with you you are now saved from hell and you're on your way to heaven welcome to the family of God dear friend I want to congratulate you on doing the most important thing in life 
and that is believing in the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. For more information to help you grow in your newfound faith in Christ Jesus, please go to GospelLightSociety.com and read my book titled, What to Do After You Enter Through the Door. Jesus Christ said in John chapter 10 verse 9, uh, and this is what the book title is based on, I am the door, Jesus Christ said. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. Ladies and gentlemen, until next time, may the Lord bless you and keep you, is my prayer.